And after what's been a frustrating and symbolic build-up to the Junior Continental Spectacle, South Africa will now get their Africa Under-23 Cup of Nations Group B campaign against Zambia underway in Cairo tomorrow, with only about 15 squad members, which included three goalkeepers, to his disposal after some Premier League clubs withheld players until the start of the FIFA International window on Monday, mentor David Notwani has his work cut out for him. The tournament is a vital one, not just as a continental championship, but also a qualifier for the 2020 Olympic Games out in Tokyo. And Notwani will actually be looking to his sensational lads to get the job done in the opening game. Minor stars such as Luther Singh, Lyle Foster and even Tebu Mokwena. Are they still absent? Well, he'll let us know he's on the line. It is Coach David Notwani. Coach, good evening and welcome to the show. Uh, good evening, uh, Lelo, and good evening to the listeners of uh, MSW. Let me take this opportunity also to pay my respects and say condolences to the Kuala family, loved ones, and fellow South Africans on a great loss of uh, someone who's really uh, dedicated you know, his life on the airways of South Africa. May his soul rest in peace. May his soul rest in peace, indeed, coach. Now, let's begin with the squad. How many players do you now have at your disposal? Yeah, as you indicated, uh, at the moment going into the game tomorrow, we have 15 players, uh, you know, in camp now with the arrival of uh, uh, Tashias Malete, you know, the captain, and uh, uh, we brought in Keleto uh, Makala, you know, and Monjin uh, Boto, of course. So, yeah, that's where we are going into the game tomorrow. 15 players, 1-5. One 1-5. Five. One five. Yeah, three keepers, twelve outfield, as we indicated. I'm sure you. Th- this is not ideal going into a tournament of such importance to actually have uh, such a few players in your squad and uh, not enough depth. Should there be such things as as injuries or even suspensions? Yeah, indeed. You know, uh, the last three weeks uh, we've moved actually from hell to heaven. To be honest with you, so 15 players is heaven at the moment. And, uh, of course, it is what it is. You know, uh, we've done what we had to do. And uh, we've moved from being, you know, in a negative space to a positive space where now we've prepared as best we can with the players available. Mm. And uh, it's a difficult one, you know, uh, as we indicated uh, in various publications that, uh, you know, the flash of calendars, you know, uh, FIFA week being outside, of this tournament that uh, makes life difficult for everyone, PSL mm. clubs, PSL itself, SAFA. So the bargaining and negotiations that basically yielded the 15 players at our disposal now. And uh, the only thing we can do as the technical stuff is to look forward to the game, motivate the boys, inspire the boys, and go to war with the 15 players at our disposal. What were some of the reasons given by the clubs not wanting to release these players? Is it purely just well, the the FIFA weekend and the, and the, and the and the clash as well of of dates? Yeah, look, Lelo, uh, you have to understand that the players belong to the club, you know, first. And uh, if you look at the competition that were at the disposal of the club, you had the Telcom last eight, you know, you had big derby coming up tomorrow, and uh, you have important uh, league fixtures, you know, in front of the club as well, you know, so. Uh, um, and of course, the players naturally want to come to camp, but at the same time, they remain committed to their clubs. We've spoken with the coaches, you know, negotiated situations where some of the players could be made available. Injuries creeped in for some of the clubs, 
which meant that you know their situations uh, uh, to change from the in, in this, uh, initial position that they had envisaged. For example, you know, post the fixtures of Tuesday, Wednesday, we're hoping to have an extra three to four players, mm. and uh, that is not the case at this point in time. To be fair to the clubs, you know, but having said that, uh, also uh, could the PSL have postponed fixtures? Of course, yes and no, because they've got their contractual obligations. You know, TV is very expensive in terms of postponing games. So, uh, henceforth, at the end of the day, the question also can be asked, you know, could FKF also move the start of the tournament yeah. into a FIFA week? Because it's only two days to FIFA week. So, all these permutations could have been explored long, 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 long ago. And uh, also the challenge, indeed, was also, you know, sometimes the days come out very late from FIFA, so everyone could plan accordingly. So... Those were some of the challenging situations that were in front of us. And I must say, you know, we tried our utmost best to find the balance with the clubs, with the club coaches. And uh, at the end of the day, uh, decisions are made and we have to live with those decisions and uh, remain positive and hopeful. Any indication uh, by any of the clubs that uh, maybe as the tournament goes on, that maybe some players would be joining the squad? Yes, yes, indeed. As you know, we know the Womokwe and Ashipombule are about to kick off at Bidza Stadium and they'll be travelling after the game uh, tomorrow, arriving here, unfortunately, on uh, Sunday. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you also have Sian Gezana, Kaiser Chiefs, you know, post the derby, he'll be coming in. And uh, you have Lyle Foster, you have uh, Luda Singh, who were hoping that we could have an earlier, also coming after their weekend uh, participation. So what this has done is uh, it has actually curtailed our selection down to, you know, consideration of, because if you went with all your overseas-based players, uh-huh. then you technically don't have a squad to even start the game. So we have to reach compromises, sacrifices there and there, you know, especially in terms of some of the players who've really contributed to the process of us being uh, of the foreign-based players, you know, so to ensure that at least we have a, a team with Puchfield going into tomorrow's game. So in a match against Ivory Coast and also Nigeria, then the squad could be beefed up a little bit more. But I mean, going into this match with Zambia, with such a a thin squad, I mean, that must probably be music to the ears of the Zambians to say, hey, maybe South Africa will get into that match. They're going to probably be overly cautious, trying to avoid injuries because the bench is pretty much non-existent. No, look, this doesn't only affect South Africa. You know, the Zambians, uh, for information at our disposal, are just as, as adversely affected as we are. Actually, I think we are both on about 14, 15, 16 players. So, you know, when I was talking to, to the Chief General, Chief General Secretary, that maybe our game should be a 7v7, 8v8, you know, as opposed to 11v11, because remember, Zambia also has challenges with uh, Fashion Sakala, uh-huh. Patrick Daka, and uh, Innocent Wueku, they are called foreign-based players, you know, and apparently also a few of their uh, uh, Premier League clubs, similar to us also, you know, preparing for important Champions League assignments have been cautious about the losing players. So uh, uh, it kind of hopefully evens out uh, in terms of selection possibilities. So uh, it also affects other European uh, uh, base players in uh, Nigeria, you know, Ghana, uh, Cote d'Ivoire as well, you know. So hence the challenge really is about, you know, uh, synchronization of the FIFA uh, calendar for CAF and for FIFA uh, to ensure that uh, the best talented players are available for everyone. 
We are talking to David Nordwane, the coach of SA's under 23 side. And of course, they're going to be playing in a qualifier. I've got a couple of nations there for the under 23s. And of course, it's going to be a qualifier for the Olympics 2020. Coach, I'd like you to just hold on. We're going to go for a quick ad break and then we'll be right back. Hashtag NSW. Welcome back to MSW right here on Radio 2000 Metro FM. Metro FM. Yes, and of course, I mean, uh, we're talking to coach uh, David Nodwane of South Africa's Under-23. They are going to be taking part in the Eight Nation Africa Cup of Nations tournament out in Egypt. And they have to finish in the top three in the tournament to book their tickets to next year's Olympic Games in Tokyo, Japan. Well, coach, thank you so much for staying with us. Uh, and before we release you, because we know that you are going to training at the moment, the prospects of finishing in the top three. Yeah, that's a very, very important one. As you know, uh, very important that we qualify for the Olympics in Tokyo. And uh, at the moment, you know, our eyes are set on that. And, uh, of course, as a group, our primary objective was also to go and win the tournament. You know, despite all these challenges, we're still remaining uh, hopeful and uh, believing that uh, we can achieve uh, that fit once everyone comes on board and we have to go through the first game against uh, Zambia with success to really put on course for us to fulfill uh, the targets that we've put before ourselves. All right. And then, of course, you are taking on Zambia at 8 p.m. tomorrow. Then there's going to be another match with Ivory Coast and Nigeria. Not an easy group to be in. No, not an easy group. Both groups very tough. And the uh, group of Davis, our group, you know, we play in Zambia. Uh, Nigeria is playing against the uh, Cote d'Ivoire, so uh, I think the, the the first two games, the first two games, uh, are very very critical for for in terms of the games playing tomorrow for Group B. And I think the teams that take the three points uh, would be you know putting themselves in a good position to really go through uh, for the two places to the semi-finals and uh, on course to qualify you know for the semi-finals. All right. Anything else that you'd like to tell us, Coach, before we let you go? Yeah, well, the most important thing is that, uh, uh, you know, the boys are ready. Uh, we're wrapping up our preparations. Uh, of course, uh, we look forward to tomorrow's game and uh, start on a positive note, despite all the challenges that are before us. As I indicated, you know, we've moved from a negative space to a positive space with the whole group here. You know, really trying to get the, the mental uh, focus of the group. They believe the confidence, and uh, I think uh, we are good to go for tomorrow's game. And uh, uh, we believe that they will do our utmost best uh, to ensure that they will reach the target of qualifying, you know, for the Olympics. And of course, for the bigger vision of uh, 2022, making sure that these boys really mature quickly in, in relation to Qatar 2022 and the USA 2026, which is the World Cup space we want to transfer them to Bafana Bafana. All right, coach. I wish you all the best with your players there. And uh, yeah, make us proud. Qualify for the games and even lift this trophy. Thank you. Thank you so much. That is coach David Notwane of the under 23s there. Yeah, expecting more players to join the squad. Currently sitting with 15 players, three goalkeepers. Yeah, let's hope that there will be no injuries and casualties in the match against Zambia. And then they go on to march on and play against the Ivory Coast on the 12th. And then Nigeria on the 15th. In the other group, Group A, there's uh, Egypt in there, there's Cameroon, there's Ghana, there's Mali. And of course, with this whole saga of country versus club, or club versus country, you can also give us a call there, 89 110 and 89 110 And even send your voice notes, 60 
584